I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. More than a year into the Syrian uprising and crackdown, and there's still no diplomatic consensus about how to stop the violence. And that's not the only part of the Syrian crisis that's confusing. Today, special envoy Kofi Annan said April 10th is the deadline for Syria's government to start implementing his six-point peace plan. The plan calls for a stop to the violence by both sides. Annan said President Bashar al-Assad has agreed to the plan in principle, but in practice today, Assad's military reportedly bombarded parts of the city of Homs again. And over the weekend, the U.S. and other countries attending a Friends of Syria meeting in Turkey pledged financial support for the rebels in Syria as well as communications equipment. Participants stopped short of promising to arm the rebels, though. Obeda Nahas is a spokesperson for the opposition Syrian National Council. He's in Istanbul where he attended the meeting this weekend. Nahas says he's pleased with the promise to supply the rebels with communications gear. This is good. I mean, the, the communication equipment are important because, as we know, it has been a battle of getting our voice heard by the world. And so far, for a year, the Syrians managed to get video streaming on almost hourly basis and uh, there is uh, still a lot of need, you know, for communications because the regime keeps infiltrating the communications, which puts people's lives at risk. And this is why we need secure communications, which we are now getting. Uh, so, yes, we are looking forward to receive all the help we can get, although the Syrians are still asking for more. Do you think Washington is blurring the lines between arming and not arming the rebels? I think uh, maybe. And in fact, the Syrian National Council vision on this is very clear. The Free Syrian Army was, first of all, def- uh, formed from defected army personnel. And its, its number is not large enough to fight the Syrian army. In fact, we try to retrieve the national army from the regime because we believe it's a national institution. At the same time, the Free Syrian Army role is to protect civilians. And now, with it being united under one leadership and being following the political lead of the SNC, this means this role can be implemented in the right way. Would you prefer that uh, nations outside of Syria just come up and say, we're going to support the Free Syrian Army with guns? Whatever enables Syrians to defend themselves, which is a right under the international law, as we all know, the UN supports people defending themselves. And this is what the Syrians want. The Syrian revolution in general is peaceful. This need for protection only became necessary once the regime started butchering civilians. We we all know about the massacres that took place against women, children. The regime did that even when Kofi Annan was in Damascus, sitting with the president. There was a massacre in Karmaz Zaytun in Homs. Uh, the massacres have to be stopped. And if the international community couldn't protect civilians, the Syrians found their own way, and the Free Syrian Army is doing its duty. And yet, Mr. Nahas, there are reports of increased arms smuggling into Syria. Where are the rebels getting their arms from? Well, there are too too many sources, I think. But uh, to be honest, it might be surprising to many people to know that many of the arms are coming from within Syria itself. Let's not forget that this is a corrupt regime. And there are people within the regime willing to sell arms to people. In some cases, uh, as early as April and March and May last year, there were incidents of the army putting out of some areas and leaving behind some weapons so civilians can use that because the, the regime was trying to frame Syrians as fighting against it with arms. Now, uh, so far, the Free Syrian Army 
officers and soldiers can get many weapons from inside Syria, and they are still doing that. Now, you talked about the salaries that you're paying for those uh, free Syrian army fighters. I mean, your opposition has had pledges of $176 million in humanitarian assistance, another $100 million for the salaries for those fighters. It's a lot of money out there. How, practically speaking, does that money get handed out? Well, there's no money yet. I mean, these are all pledges. And so far, the SNC only received a very small amount of, of all what you are hearing about in the media. There is need for all the money we can get. Now, the salaries thing is just a decision made a few days ago, and it has not been implemented yet, but this is part of a plan to uh, to organize. Once you get those pledges, all those millions of dollars, are you concerned that uh, the money is going to be able to be accounted for in the long run? Of course. I mean, there has been already mechanisms for accountancy. There is a special bureau that oversees how the money is spent, and there is a mechanism. And in fact, many states asked to be aware and they wanted to see how this mechanism works before they start uh, paying money. Today, the U.N. Arab League envoy to Syria, Kofi Annan, asked the U.N. Security Council for help uh, in implementing an April 10th deadline uh, for Syria to partially implement his peace plan with a full ceasefire by April 12th. Do you have much faith in that plan and U.N. efforts in general? Let's be clear here. The Kofi Annan mission should not be a way to manage the crisis. It should be a way to finish this crisis, which means we have to see the back of Bashar al-Assad and his guys. What will it take for the Syrian National Council to unseat Bashar al-Assad? There is no country built around one man uh, anywhere in the world. This man has to go. He is even going to be haunted for uh, crimes uh, in front of the International Criminal Court. So basically, uh, the countries that are supporting Bashar al-Assad have to realize that he has to go and there are other people who have blood on their hands who have to go. The rest of the country, even the rest of the regime, can be part of an an all-inclusive national dialogue process, which the SNC has promised, and it will carry out this process after Bashar al-Assad and his aides leave power. I think we can see this happen. It's a matter of pulling the plug of support that the regime is getting from outside. Obeda Nahas, a spokesperson for the Syrian National Council, speaking with us from Istanbul. Thank you very much. Thank you.